The Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Will Jacobs. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. <laughs> I've been angling for that kind of singular inclusion wow. for a while. Fuss Will Jacobs. Since day one, really. And pretty then, much. Yeah, pretty then much. there was one. Right. I really just wanted to come on and say Will Jacobs. And then I just start <laughs> saying stuff. But we got to include that other stuff. Uh, we have a special guest today. He's been here twice Hello. before, I think. Oh, more than that, I think. Tw- really? Probably I would uh, I could tell it was very memorable for, yeah. for these guys. <laughs> yeah, I think because a couple times last year for the experience, right? Yeah, and then a couple times this year, at least for the experience. This uh, this might be my four peat. I think uh, this is four peat. So yeah, then he's four. a Hall of Famer. I I would say so. Yeah, Kale. It's a really low imagine. bar, Kale. To be I fair, I can't it's... imagine. Kale Evans is here. Uh, hey, comedy entrepreneur, Ooh. performer, and Shoot. I mean this guy's Write like part down. P Diddy, part. Uh, he, I, I mean he's just. <laughs> He does it all. He does it all. Like I, it's hard to think of a thing in comedy Kale doesn't do. That's He's right, got a man. podcast. Yeah. It comes on. He does. He, they tape it before this one. I'm right. T- yeah. I'm taping it right now. <laughs> Are you taping it right now? <laughs> well, well, this is going on. <laughs> if you hear me talking under my breath, I'm taping my other. Oh, you tape? Right I know now. this guy. This guy. He and he's yeah, he co-hosted a podcast from hell. The podcast from hell on the Queen City Podcast Network. Yes, and every time I say that, I like to ask again. Why that is the name? What what is the? This is uh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> and so was ah. Brian and Ortho Carolina. The uh, podcast from Hell is a completely improvised podcast. Uh, me and my buddy Jacob, uh, and so it means it's completely made up. Uh, it's a, a fictional narrative, meaning that episode two you know builds from episode one and so forth. So we're com- a big story. Uh, the premise is. Uh, that I play a guy who's been damned to hell for all eternity, and my punishment is I have to record a podcast. Oh, so you play a comedian. <laughs> and, and and I don't even get my name in the uh, in the intro. Uh, uh, but the the deal is that it, the only people that listen to the podcast are people whose punishment is to listen to a podcast for all eternity. Wow. So if you like podcasts, the whole thing is we just we kind of play with podcast tropes and we make fun of our favorite podcast and uh, do like satire. So it's a podcast that makes fun of podcasts, which <laughs> I didn't tell Brian before he put it on the network. Oh, he just yeah. I wish he'd been more clear. <laughs> he frankly, just, Kale when, was a trusted partner. That's, that's exactly so just, right. And I yeah yeah. Learned a valuable lesson, really. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm sure some of the people listening to this podcast listen to the podcast from Hell too. Oh, not, I get, yeah. not based on the numbers. <laughs> no, I think there's some crossover there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Is that bad for y'all or us? I don't know. <laughs> but um, so, but part of the reason that I was excited to have you here today is because we just a couple of weeks ago finished with the Queen City Comedy Experience. Now this is your brainchild. 
right? Uh, I, I started as part of the Queen City uh, Queen City Comedy, which uh, I have some partners here in the city that do that, including Elizabeth Byland. She was my co-founder, and some other people like uh, Carla Dingle and Andy Grosso, who um, uh, helped get us started three years ago. We did it in Ballantyne in a kind of a small studio. I was there. That's right. And Will Jacobs. Tore uh, it down. Will right. Jacobs was the big name. He was the headliner. <laughs> <laughs> Humble beginnings is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I was the big name, you started small. Yeah, it um, <laughs> was our Drake moment. We started it. We started Will Jacobs. Now we're here. Now we're here. Now you got all kinds of people coming. Jay Farrow. Oh, give me a break. You could really could just do Will Jacobs again, but that's fine. You know what? I would, uh, I would trade that in a minute. I would go right back to that one stage with just Will. We had Blair. We had uh, Debbie Millwater produce the show. Yeah, I'd go right back to it. That was a wow. good time. It was good. And last this year was good. The, all three years we've done it has been great. But last this year we partnered with Blumenthal Performing Arts and uh, Comedy Zone, uh, which Comedy Zone's been involved since the beginning as well. But um, yeah, and we uh, we blew it out, man. We had uh, uh, close to six thousand people seeing comedy shows over one week. Whoa! We had a uh, huge. We we had uh, close to three hundred performers, if you count all the people in the different uh, troops and everything. Uh, How many shows all week long? Because it started like the Sunday before and then kind of grew. Yeah, I think if I remember my math, because I'm doing my best to put all of it behind me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having some PTSD here. Now, we had uh, around 32 shows, I think, we had total. Yeah, we started with uh, Nate Bregazzi. He opened up at the Knight Theater, and that went all the way through. And then we closed with... um, Preacher Lawson, he closed up at McLuhan on the Sunday following. Yeah. Mm. And this was, one. Of, there's a lot of cool things that happened, but one of my favorite moments, Preacher Lawson was here on Saturday, and that guy was so cool. He jumped in to four different shows. Yeah. So he showed up for a Tear Brown's uh, Clean Comedy, and uh, he closed it out with a short set. He did another one. He came to one of the improv shows. Yeah. And we took questions from the audience and then uh, improvisers from Charlotte, uh, Greenville, South Carolina, and Asheville did uh, scenes, uh, based funny scenes based on his answers to people's audience questions. Yeah. And, mm. man, he was having such a good time. He said he felt like it was his birthday. Yeah. And he, wow. he was hanging out in the performer green room, and um, uh, he started – there was a piano in there. He started playing piano. And I was yeah, like, I walked into the oh green room God. and looked back in the corner – People are kind of like you know milling around, like nobody's like you know hanging around him because there's yeah. a legit you know comedy celebrity in the green room, and he's just back in the corner just playing the piano, and just, yeah. it was amazing. And, li- it was and really like cool. two two three weeks before, he was on you know America's Got yeah. Talent for uh, for he was on the the finale, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was cool. When we had we um, uh, Fortune Feimster filmed her Netflix mm-hmm. special, and then she came and hung out at the after party mm-hmm. for a little while too. That was bananas, too, because we had that long line of people that uh, uh, were in there. We had um, uh, Jeff Ross and David Tell did Bumpin' Mics, Mm. and uh, it was uh, Jeff's birthday, so uh, John Reap came out on stage and brought him a cake, and they did the whole thing. Yeah, it was uh, was really good. It was a lot of great moments. Um, Those guys, we had the funny bus. uh, They got on the funny bus and did some bits, and then... (laughs) Uh, they came over to the after party at the Comedy Zone. Yep. Uh, so yeah, yep. it was just uh, it was a fantastic week. And then on Sunday, I just died and <laughs> sta- oh. stayed in bed for like three days. You had yeah. to be worn out. I was done, man. What are some of the the 
that, that people might not think about, like some of the things that wear you out, like some of the things that pop up when you're putting on a festival? <laughs> What's funny is me and Joe Hunsaker from Blumenthal, who helped with it, and a handful of people, when we scheduled everything in, planned it out, we said, well, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to put ourselves on the schedule to do anything. So theoretically, there's nothing for us to do than, but just go and enjoy shows. But every time I was in a performance <laughs> or I was in a show, I wished I was somewhere else because I got to go play. <laughs> This uh, I was I was in a show hosting the show, and uh, this guy from Blumenthal comes and and he goes, uh, hey hey, uh, Netflix wants to talk to you, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I'm in I'm getting I'm <laughs> I was just on the side of the stage I'm like I'm getting ready to go back on I'm hosting the show right now because Netflix wants to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> was it about your bill or <laughs> yeah I guess that's what it was because that's the only time they want to talk passwords. to you. I mean they're getting pretty aggressive trying to compete with Disney Plus. <laughs> But th- it wasn't Netflix. It was a, a film crew that's shooting footage for us to use for promotion next year. But in, uh, in his okay. mind, he just uh, thought it was Netflix. He heard Netflix. And yeah. I'm just sitting there going, oh, I mean, what do I say? I want to go talk to Netflix. Maybe Netflix wants <laughs> maybe, to they wanna, maybe they want to do an improv show. <laughs> I'm sure that's the next big thing on, on Netflix. I, I can see it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, so you, what were some of the things? Because now you've been at it three years. Yeah, yeah. What have you learned from doing it over that time? Like now, if you went back, you'd do something different. Yeah, every year we get better and we we debrief afterwards and uh, talk about what worked and what didn't. Uh, this year we um, had produced shows, so a handful of shows uh, we had like an early submission process where people could pitch shows to us, mm. and uh, and so we had somebody pitch uh, Carolina versus Carolina, that was like a com- competition between North Carolina comics and South Carolina comics. Mm. Um, uh, Brian pitched uh, Funny on the Fly, mm-hmm. which is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debbie pitched a show. Johnny Millwater did uh, Johnny Millwater and Friends. And so what we did was um, we, we kind of accepted those shows. Most festivals, they accept the performer, and then they make the schedule out. Uh, and so what we did was we just turned those shows over to those producers, and we said, put whoever you want to in That's it. Awesome. We trust you. It's yours. Uh, we did Revolt Comedy did a show like that. Don Garrett did like a... Um, a late night down and dirty show that uh, it's called oh. uh, hashtag unfiltered was the for the Papa Don podcast. Okay, and that worked amazingly well because people were really invested in making that show great. When you're when you're responsible for all the shows, then you're just you know you're trying to get get something done. Like we're just trying to get tickets on sale. Yeah. But when you got somebody that's like, I'm just trying to get this show and make it great and have the best comics in it and get uh, butts and seats. That worked out really well, so we'll definitely be doing that again uh, next year. So not only does it did it take you know pressure off of y'all, it also I, I figure I feel like it would enable whoever the producer or whoever brought the show, enable them to take more ownership of it, and you know even go harder at it because it's theirs, it's their baby instead of yours. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well that's good. Did we do that? Weren't we in something? We <laughs> weren't we in some. We recorded the uh, Comedy Zone podcast on Saturday afternoon with John that's Reap. Well, that's right, right. Uh, John Reap, uh, Clint Knorr, and um, Elizabeth Byland, and her her uh, the improv kids from uh, Virginia Commonwealth. I that episode was fantastic. It was man. so much. That fun. was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, you and John had a great. Uh, oh, you listened to it? Yeah, I listened. I am. What kind of question is that? It's hurtful. Right? I am touched. <laughs> It's very sweet. I should listen to it. It was good. Uh, there was the one kid from uh, the student. What was the student's name? Oh, uh, 
E something. Oh, oh, I don't man. remember now. Yeah, the one who's going to come back next year and do stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say girl. Emmanuel, yeah. but that yeah, was uh, Cinemax soft porn. <laughs> yeah, that's about 15 years ago. I don't know yeah. why that's that. It's Christmas porn. Yeah, it oh, wasn't Emmanuel. Oh, come, Emmanuel. Hassan. Hassan, that's it. That's right. That's Hassan. right. God, yeah, I hope right. that's it. <laughs> like, that was so fun. You guys, like, really, I mean, mentoring that guy. <laughs> We edited it out if that's that. We all just take credit. <laughs> to go back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, but that was great. Yeah. So you were saying that you you heard when we brought him up and all that good stuff. Yeah, that was really cool. That, I mean, you guys really. Uh, you talked to him for a long time and just about you know where he's getting his material and everything. Yeah. Can you imagine that kid driving back like he had Will Jacobs and John Reap uh, yeah. mentoring him in the moment. That's right. <laughs> on the at the very start of his comedy career. Yeah, I know, right? I didn't get anything like that. <laughs> Stand up there listening to Kale. <laughs> You're doing all right. You're doing all right. <laughs> but but no, I remember that. And I remember Hassan. I'm sure that's his name. Oh, I hope yeah, so. I, well, we're on a limb now, so we just say <laughs> it. Uh, Hassan, yeah, I remember Hassan, and something in my head was like, let's bring him up to stage and see if he wants to come up. And yeah, oh, we and just was, totally just because there was a lot there. Though, there was a lot there. Girlfriend and the yeah. It was oh, a whole lot there, yeah. so we we were so it just became something pretty cool. And then when the the students themselves came up, uh, well, he was a student himself, but the group yeah. of them came up. Yeah. That was fun too. We got to do a little improv and all that good yeah. stuff. Reap, like you said, Reap was fantastic. Yeah. So uh, I feel like we held our spot down. We got to figure out a way to get a bigger crowd. What what do we need to do to get a big crowd? Will preacher Lawson just come hang out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think we could we could feed people. We could we could have food. Food. That, that maybe would bring we people need food. In. Maybe we year. need to do that. Yeah. 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 That we got works. sponsors now, man. Tell them to get some bagels. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. We'll do. We'll do something. Maybe a better hey. time slot, Kale. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we. Can. I know. When was that one? <laughs> it's two in the afternoon on Saturday, directly opposite Johnny Millwater and friends. Other than that, it was it was fine. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're just happy to be there. And we could move <laughs> it to that catcher on the rye. What's that coffee place? Oh, the, the Coco and the director. That's it. Coco. <laughs> Have and the we director. talked about that on the podcast yet? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So, uh, <laughs> Kale, you may not know the story. So, uh, I show up noonish to set the stuff up, you know, and everything, make sure everything's ready, right? So, I'm in the Duke Theater at like noon on Saturday to set everything, get everything set up and everything. It's getting closer and closer to showtime. Reaps there. This is, a Will, this is a there. Will Jacobs story. I can <laughs> tell just by the setup. This is a Will Jacobs story. Clint Knorr is there. This is going in the movie. Uh, EB and the and the Virginia Commonwealth students are there. Sure, yeah. All of them was there? Crowd's starting to show up. <laughs> Ushers are all in place. Doors have been open for 30 minutes. Will's not there. I got no Will. So I text him like, hey. <laughs> it's like 1.58 by now, right? So we're like two minutes. Or hey. What you coming? <laughs> the response <laughs> I said, Where are you? The response I get was, I'm at Coco and the director. <laughs> Which, to be fair, we had talked about a couple days before that. Uh, the network has launched a residency at Coco and the director on the right. first Monday of every month. We're, we're rolling through a network podcast and recording them at Coco and the director. So, to be fair. The words Coco and the director had come out of my face <laughs> a couple be days fair. before we recorded this, so I can see why he retained it. But, but I'm not sure why he went there, though, knowing the festival's at 
<laughs> yeah. There's I your, said, man, the they answer really... to your question. How can we get more people there? <laughs> Our marketing's so bad that we couldn't even get <laughs> the talent shows the up. Talent there. <laughs> yeah, somehow uh, in my head, <clears throat> Brian had mentioned us doing a podcast at Coco and the Director, and that yeah. became to me. We're doing our live <laughs> podcast. So, so that's on you, Brian. At Coco and yeah, that's on you. It's, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm listen, man. Sure I'm like Anchorman. Okay, it's just whatever's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever's on the screen, and that was on the screen in my head. No, that's fair. So, to be, yeah. To be fair, there were more people at Coco and the Director. <laughs> we should have just. You should have just came over. I should have just. We'll be right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many people are there? Okay, we'll bring right. them down. Reap, Hassan, get in the car. We're going over to Coco and the Director. How many people at Coco and the Director? Seven. All right, we'll, we'll bring it over there. It was a tough time slot. Uh, this time next year, uh, Popeye's Chicken. We're going uh, at the Comedy <laughs> Zone podcast. Only if the spicy's still running. <laughs> the, the spicy chicken sandwich. The, only if they still have that. Only the, 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 the numbers drop drastically sandwich. when there's no spicy chicken <laughs> Uh, but you did make great time uh, from Coco to, to Spirit Man, Square. I you made, it. You made great I was time. running like Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness <laughs> on the way to his job interview. I'm dodging traffic, flipping over cars. I had to get there. And I might have got there like, what, 204? It was, yeah, it, it was you. You, in all seriousness, you make great time. You were sweating like a New York Yeti. Oh, Yeti-y. I was sweating. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah. yeah, I was sweating pretty bad. Yeah, it, it was like 90 still. I was out of breath. September, yeah. But I was ready. Yeah, you. Yeah, we ended nice. up having a great podcast. Yeah, and you brought it, and really, that's what matters. Yeah, I did bring it. What, I did. I, I did not leave that at Coco. I you brought it. Yeah, so <laughs> like a professional, like a professional. So, so <laughs> then, um, like you were saying, Kale, after it's all over, you just totally cracked. Like you're just worn out from this thing. Yeah, it took me. Uh, it took me a while. I uh, actually directed a, a show after, so I didn't do anything with comedy or um, uh, improv for a good two or three weeks. So, but then I was ready to get back into it, so I'm, I'm ready now. I, I did. A, I went to another festival last weekend. Did you? Yeah, I went to the New South Festival in Greenville, and uh, then this weekend uh, I'm going with Now the Foxes to uh, Franklin Street Comedy Festival at the Pit in Chapel Hill. You Dude, been there? No. How do you? How, how do you even get the hall passes? I mean, you're married. <laughs> I'm, I'm just as a married dude, this is all married dudes in here. I'm like, how does he get this kind of clearance? Does she just not like you, or how, how do you get? <laughs> How do you get that kind of clearance? I'm like, uh, hey, baby, do you want to spend Saturday with me? And she's like, oh, not really. Like, Isn't well, then I'm going to go to this festival. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a pretty sweet setup. Yeah. Hey, well, it's quality time, man. It's quality, not quantity. So. <laughs> well, it's really kind of all about how long you've been married, too, right? Like, how long have you been married? That's uh, 25 years. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm at 22 that. years. So it's, it's pretty much just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not whatever you want, but just don't bug me. <laughs> whatever, yeah, just, just get up. I I got Hallmark movies to watch. You, go yeah, do my wife is still do. at that. Wants me home sometimes. Yeah, you know, if I if I kept that kind of pace, <laughs> it'd be a conversation at a point about that. <laughs> my wife yeah. thinks she wants me home, but oh. then when I get home, she's like, "Don't you got a show to do? Why don't you?" Uh, yeah. she, she starts get booking, booking gigs for him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just got the phone uh, uh, with uh, the Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kansas she's, Chamber of Commerce. She's my manager. She <laughs> hustles. <laughs> Smell a cat wants to do improv. So that's a lesson, to everybody. If you've been married over ten years, make your spouse your agent because they will yeah. work harder than anyone will, else to get you work on the road and working. It's true. So this, and you can't even be like, I'm gone because I'm making all this money. 
<laughs> like then, but yeah, I mean, you just like, look, I'm going. It may be enough for gas to get back, <laughs> but yeah, I want to go make people laugh. That's and she's it. like, go ahead, Kim. <laughs> That's on you. You should have negotiated better. <laughs> it's true. It's fair. Well, that's good then. So then, do you have any ideas for next year? Do you got any things you're thinking about? Uh, yeah. Any news you want to break? I'd get in trouble if I broke. We're already talking to some uh, headliners for next year. Uh Uh-oh. I smell Eddie Murphy. Come on, keep it real. (laughs) He's having a moment. He would be, uh, he's having a moment. He would be a good one to to grab. I mean, do you feel pressure now? That you've had like Fortune Feimster, Nate Bargatze, Preacher Lawson, David Tell, Jeff Frost. Do you feel any pressure that, well, I can't go backwards? I can't do that now. Have high bar. Uh, do now, shit. Go, <laughs> dang. Do it now and have Louis C. care of somebody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we could probably get, uh, we could probably get Louis. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that order flipped <laughs> in the past year. <laughs> you could probably get Louie. Yo, headlining Bill Cosby. We're bringing him. He's making his comeback. Bill Cosby. <laughs> you have more protesters than people in the audience. 75% of your audience would have signs. As long as they pay to get in. Still counts. Yeah. As long as they pay to get in. That's right. Maybe you need to think about that. Maybe you need to think about that. So. That's cool, man. So what else? You know, I know we talked about the festival and all that, but I mean, you have a bunch of stuff going on. Like you're always, you're always producing something, making something, taking something to a location. You got the what? What are you doing right now? You got we are the fo- now are the foxes. You got yep. yeah. Now are the foxes uh, in January. We're going to start up the um, the Charlotte Sketch Project again, which was uh, you know we we did a writers' room for people that were interested in doing sketch. Mm-hmm. Partnered with some of the folks. Um, uh, that our experience doing that in town, uh, Candace from uh, Robot Johnson, and then we uh, put on a, a sketch show. Uh, actually, a couple of them because we had that as part of the festival and a couple of spaces for that as well. So sketch, improv, stand up. Luck, it's amazing. Luck on man. Oh, man. Charlotte is a funny city. You uh, well, you you do your part in that. <laughs> you absolutely do your part in that. Um, so uh, that's what I'm doing. The, the Queen City Comedy is it's really it's just an artist collective. It's a hobby for me, but it's uh, around uh, helping people that want to do stuff in the city to like find the space to do it, find the resources to do it. So yeah, we uh, there was a young man that we put on a stage at a festival three years ago, and he's gone on to uh, to do great things. Yes, um, <laughs> I think he's talking about me, Brian. No, oh, P- yeah, yeah, PJ yeah. Barnes. That's yeah. PJ <laughs> Barnes. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of PJ, he's got his variety show coming up this week. Yeah. Uh, Screw Up TV Live, or what is it called? Is that what it's called? Something like that. Ooh, yeah. good. Yeah, this, I was guessing. Friday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is Friday. So, are you going to check out any of that stuff? or? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got uh, some good folks. No, no, no. We love PJ. Yeah. Oh, some good. of the, uh, oh, oh, one of the groups from Queen City Comedy, uh, Background Noise, will be there at his uh, show. Uh, some of the members of Now of the Foxes are performing with him in the show. So, yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. oh. So we'll leave Donnie Millwater's in that show as well. Yeah. What's up with this guy? What is he trying to do? Everything? <laughs> Johnny's in that show too? Uh, yeah, I believe he is. Yeah. He didn't make no kind of promos, did he? Or is uh, he I just want to do the show. I don't think they let him. Yeah, I don't think you they don't, let him. Yeah, you let him control the jokes, <laughs> not the promotion. <laughs> Give him his 20 minutes. And that's it. And no, don't post about it. <laughs> 
So, I mean, we because we before we went on, we came on today. We were talking about the Charlotte. Yeah, we're still Apollo. talking about it. Yeah, yeah, we're still, still, is that still people still talking about that? Uh, I don't think so, that? but I definitely sense that there's been a ripple effect. You know what I mean? Like I definitely sense that there's that that has kind of lived long past its. Mm. When it kind of should have gone away, I it's like, like Charlotte it, yeah. comedy's malice at the palace. <laughs> that's the closest Which, we'll get. To. As we record this, fifteen years ago today, malice at the palace. I know that's why yeah. I brought. Yeah, see, see? I, t- I do my research for this thing, man. <laughs> I don't just come in here and talk. You were on well, Twitter at some point. Nineteen today, years of experience that's between exactly us. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's right. Kev, you also uh, since I last saw you, you have a new haircut. Oh, thank and you. And I like those. Well, uh, yeah, I like <laughs> it. You now, what made you decide to just chop off the Jay Leno? Is that what I had before? I don't, I don't know. Jeez. I don't really know white guy styles. What's what's the name of what, what his hair would have been? A comb over? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, just just hair. I don't think it was just I don't hair. Think, yeah, I don't think. It oh, was so why, do white guys have hairstyles besides mullet and mohawk? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. I, I mean, it's pretty much like my hair just does what it does. There's not. There's no. Look, there's no. You know, black barbers. There's like 32 pictures, and each has a different name. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, a Gumby, for... a half Gumby, a box, a quarter <laughs> box, a Caesar, <laughs> of a frohawk. Uh, I mean, it's all over the place. No, uh, and uh, white barber, it's uh, you want it parted on the left or the right? Yeah, which <laughs> way you want? Over the ear? Yeah, over the ear. Yeah, yeah. rounded or um, yeah. Uh, right straight edge mm-hmm. sideburns. So um, yep. now that I think about it, maybe there is a more combination. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad y'all got rid of the floppy. <laughs> Remember that thing? Yeah. Wait, the bowl cut phase. I never, disturbing. I never thought about. It. Does that not work on black hair at all? Hell no. Police. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a. Hell no. It wasn't a black floby. No, it wasn't a black floby. That was uh, our barbers. We were. They do a good job. We Hold did up. not need a machine. Hold to, up. to I'm replace. Re- I'm writing down in my book of ideas. Invent black floby. Black floby. <laughs> Just try not to get canceled. Would you? T- <laughs> I'll never be on Saturday Night Live. Because depending on what name you pick, it might get pretty culturally insensitive pretty quickly. So just, right. watch. just right. be careful. Wait, 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 Consult wait, wait, me before I'm, you. Wait, can I? I'm scratching yes. it out now. The froby. The froby. <laughs> Oh, come on. I oh, see. Brian. I knew. Yeah, oh, just... I'll edit that out along with the Hassan stuff. Yeah, you know what? Speaking of editing out, you didn't edit out me last week when I got Kelly's last name wrong. <laughs> Say, wait, hold on. What's, what is her last name? <laughs> Sizzleburgers. <laughs> no, but that was the bit, though. It was the bit. Was that, that, then I went, wait, here, say it again on three. I wasn't two, in on it, Johnny. No, I didn't know it was a bit. I thought we were with our 19 years of so experience. We, so it, well, we got to get to 20, clearly, because I, I, we were sitting here last week and we had Kevin Shimko on. Right, yeah. And uh, I initially said Kelly Selzenberger. <laughs> right. and, and Kevin goes, at a point, he goes, it's a symbols burger. And I said, oh, Brian, okay, so we'll just edit that out. And, and Brian goes, okay, say symbols burger. And I go, symbols burger. And then I thought that was going to be what he did. But you just literally hear all that. <laughs> yeah, I left it in. Yeah. He left it the all in. Thing. And then at a point, Kevin goes, it's actually, he's really messing with me now. Kevin goes, it's Selzenberger. <laughs> and I go, okay, Sizzle Burgers. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm just, I don't know. So all of that is on the. Yeah. I can't believe you do that, Brian Baltasiewicz. I know. <laughs> you should have some last name sensitivity. <laughs> where's the, where's the Leave unity? all that butchering on the, the, on, the, on the pot. Funny, man. It's funny. <laughs> You really laughed at Sizzleburger. A Sizzleburger's hilarious. I got hungry. <laughs> That's pretty good. My, I salivated. Yeah, I think <laughs> I went and got a burger. I, yeah. think I got it possible because I'm trying to eat right. I would stop at the Sizzleburger oh, on the way. I would eat. I like Sizzleburgers. Wait, you got an Impossible Burger because you want to eat right? Is that what I just heard you? That's right. Okay. No meat. They cook it on the same grill. Don't matter. It's not beef. <laughs> 
You know, Brian, Brian, you know, Brian always, let me tell you what Brian does, man. This guy thinks he's like part dietitian, part zoologist. No, what are you talking he's about? He just swoops in with this maybe informed He's, a, he's an expert, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He's just always the expert. You're talking about some, I remember one time I was on Facebook with Brian. I'm on Facebook, and I'm like, uh, hey, uh, try to give my cat a bath. And uh, he's acting up, right? Or uh, how do you calm him down? Here comes Brian. Well, technically, you don't have to give cats baths. They bathe themselves. I didn't ask that. I asked what to do about the scratching ass cat. I didn't ask about that. I can look that up later. That's not the question I asked. But Brian, you know, you got to swoop in and one up you. What I, I'm, a, I'm trying to help, and B, I think you're projecting that tone on my. Ah, uh, <laughs> Sizzleburgers. <laughs> I can see him being an expert on uh, cat bathing techniques. <laughs> definitely not a pussy tamer expert. That's what That's I'm. <laughs> No, it's a, nobody's ever made that claim. That's the limitation of his expertise. <laughs> He's not the guy you go to. But here's the thing that happens, though, is that when when you're a news producer for as long as I as I produce news, yeah. you end up being kind of an expert on a lot of different things, and you just end up knowing a lot of stuff. And then once you stop being a news producer, you got nowhere to. Put it, you know, you know, there's like, there's nowhere, there's no, there's no. Are you telling me you did a segment on cat baths? Is that right? Is that what he's trying to tell us right now? <laughs> no, but I feel like that's what he's trying to tell we, us. Right now. We've owned cats. I got cats. And what does that mean? Well, yeah, but I obviously don't know what to do with them because you're asking Facebook what to do about your cats. Uh, I know I asked Facebook a very specific question. My question to Facebook was. How do you not get them to scratch you when you're putting them in water? So that is our premise. <laughs> that is the universe within which we are operating. That's where we start. We are, we that is where we but, start and where we stop. So the cat's in the water. So let's start the suggestions <laughs> at that point. You're breaking the reality. Not back it up and step it out of the tub <laughs> and have these no-washing cats. That's not what I asked. Well, cat, technically cats shouldn't be owned you know what by I mean? people because they're See, meant to that's be like what, well, That's like what's better on a hot dog. Uh, mustard or ketchup, well, technically it's better not to have any condiments. It's just like, come on, man. That's not what I asked. That's not what I asked. You can pull me to the side later and say, hey, oh, by the way, I saw your question. I want to ask you, would you want to jump on Facebook under my post and make me sound dumb? What's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Just trying to help. Kale gets it. Kale, I can tell you. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? We all want to look and sound smart. I don't get political on Facebook. I don't weigh in. I don't correct people when they're wrong. I learned my lesson. I didn't realize that cat baths were were, a, <laughs> and we were don't such know, a divisive and, thing. And we don't know if he's right. It's not like he puts links to documentation on this. He just swoops it and says it and then goes back and produces stuff. And leaves me there with a whole bunch of people looking at this thinking I'm dumb. I don't think anybody thought you were dumb. Oh, and, after and I, your tone, a couple people did. My One of my aunts reached out to me and said... <laughs> One of my aunts. She said, "You're out of the will, Will. You shouldn't even own cats. You're That's so idiot. stupid. Yeah. You need to get them cats back." All right. I just checked Snopes while we were talking about it, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Brian is right. You don't to, you don't Brian is right. What? You you don't have to you don't have to bathe cats. I just ever. I just so you got it. a cat twenty years. It's not one bath. Yeah, nope, Come not, on, not one. Come Cat'll on. take care of itself. Be a clean cat. Yeah. Come on, man. So they're supposed to be licking all the way up over top of their butthole. That's what they're doing. They can, they can, they're surprisingly bendy. Yep. Yeah. Come on. If man. they can't reach it, it's supposed to be dirty. So. <laughs> 
Now that I can run with. Because ain't no way they cleaning their whole bodies. That's been my personal philosophy for a long time. If I can't reach it. And we <laughs> so you got this one dusty ass catch <laughs> bottom left. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a tattoo. <laughs> I just can't it's reach it. It's not a tattoo, it's just a dirty spot where you can't Mold. reach. Oh, it was a tattoo of an island. <laughs> just some dust build up. <laughs> That's good. We've gone too far. Well, it's not near an orifice, so you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so so that so then we uh, we talked about because I want to get back to uh, this outline I've prepared. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> well, it, are, all right. Are you are you talking about your your thing? What do you mean? Well, because I'm thinking we should take a break if we're going to start talking about that. Oh no, I have more questions for Kate. Oh well, oh, then, yeah. proceed. I mean, we never. <laughs> first of all, you've had the same hairstyle since I've known you. Oh right, right. We got so get we were that. talking about that. What <laughs> made Is you? That what we were talking? Chop it off. So you know what? Uh, I had a girlfriend in high school. And uh, she said to me, "This is close to the end of the relationship." She said, "I ain't gonna be honest. You scared me." This is kill. this is one because <laughs> we took your haircut. Now I was in high school. He said, "Girlfriend." She was. I said, "Uh oh." Like, no, but she was okay. High school got gotcha. you. Yeah. I was in high school also. This is not yeah. Girlfriend. Clear all that up. My high school girlfriend. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. She Get said to me uh, as an an insult that I don't know why it sunk so deep, but she said, um, "You've had the same haircut since you were a little boy." And I thought about it. I was like, "Yeah, that was, her is that a too. problem? Is that a problem?" <laughs> Brian, did you have that exact same haircut when you were a little boy? Uh, it didn't do this thing. It didn't do like the comb. It was just it, it didn't was go just back straight. and forth on it your took, forehead. Is that what you said? Yeah, it took it took. <laughs> but you've years. always had hair hanging over your forehead. Yeah, in yeah, some yeah, capacity. Yeah. Well, yeah, either straight down or or it took me years to get never it just a to buzz do what cut. It does. Nothing. Different. No, 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 no. I, I I do not have a buzz cut head. Yeah. So uh, so sometimes I just uh, I remember that and it sits with me, and I just want to change things up. So I came back. I went on vacation. I came back with a vacation beard. So I said... Uh, That's right. right. The beard is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I had it uh, during the festival, but not too long before that. And yeah, so I just said, uh, let's let's switch things up a little bit. How uh, many years had you had that other hairstyle? Oh, uh, many, many, many years. More than many, a decade? Many, many, yeah, at least. Yeah. So did you have a barber, or... Did you just yeah. walk in? My uh, my barber is Phineas J. Great Clips. He, uh, <laughs> he's, he's fantastic. No, I did. I was in a hurry, and I was like, I'm I'm going to go to Great Clips. I usually go to the, to one of the ones here in uptown Charlotte. So I'm just going to go to Great Clips. Yeah. And she went, bzz, bzz, bzz. that was it. We're done. Man, when I tell you, as a black man, uh, we are so much more particular about who cuts our hair. Right? I, it is. Uh, yeah. Woo. I mean, that kind of trust. I mean, I you know, in terms of relationships, your pastor, your uh, maybe your financial advisor, maybe mm-hmm. your doctor. I mean, it's a small group. <laughs> Barbers in that group for, yeah. for black men. I mean, you cannot. No. Well, some black men like Robert Griffin III, he has turned. <laughs> <laughs> some don't care. The majority do though. And and here's the other thing. You have a barber shop you go to. You have a barber you go to. Once mm-hmm. you find one, black women are the same way, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. But once you find one, oh, you're expert on that, too, right? Here <laughs> the women in general, I think. Are, all right, all right. Women, I'm are sure. particular, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't know. Maybe so. But uh, so Tara has one that. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm snopes in it right now. Snopes. 
Um, actually, Tara will wait until because her hair is all just kind of one length. Yeah. Uh, so she'll wait until uh, her parents visit, and then just have her mom take like four inches off the back. Oh, oh. Yeah, I did it for her once. And, and oh, God. oh, <laughs> yeah, Lord. That's, she, she hate to see how that doesn't work out. out but 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 that that is how it is. Yeah. So and 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 it's even a thing where if you have a barber, sometimes <clears throat> your barber's busy, right? I went to my barber shop. The barber was busy. He had like other appointments. He couldn't do it on the day I needed it done. Oh yeah. So he said, "Okay, well, just get this guy. He'll cut it for you." And uh-huh. I'm like, "Ah, yeah. <laughs> not I, even I'm on real recommendation. Particular. Not even on recommendation." I, well, I only did it right because it was a recommendation, oh, okay, but there yeah. was still some consternation about it. So finally, I said, "All right, I'm gonna go." Okay, so I go to the other guy. He was better. Ooh, <gasps> what? So now, now, now you have a problem. You can't switch. Now I have an X. Yeah. Because yeah. at that point, I'm like, this guy's at another level. He's got my shit waving and shit. Shit, it hadn't done since college. <laughs> He's got me sparkling and waving. I so <clears throat> I hey man, I, I had to tell my old barber. Uh, this isn't going to work out. And that is a hard conversation. Yeah. How did he take it? He he held up. Were there tears? He was trying to be a <laughs> professional. We both almost cried. <laughs> I mean, we had been at this a long time. Yeah. And see, not and it's not just your barber because you're talking about your life. You're talking mm-hmm. about your family. You're talking about your job. It's not quite a therapist, but it is someone to listen. So they stand and you have great conversations. You get to know each other. And then all of a sudden you're breaking up. Because you found somebody better, it's like you breaking up. It's like you breaking up with your wife mm-hmm. and being with a woman that is uh, ten feet away from her. <laughs> Eight hours a day. Eight hours. You're like a day, and then you have to go be with her in front of your wife <laughs> for at least forty to forty-five minutes. You at least go in like on his day off and get a cut. Don't go while he's there. Only time he cuts is if my new guy is busy. So then if my Ooh. current is busy, I'll go back to him because he's only two I trust. My current. I just yeah. <laughs> Right. So, hey, hey, hey man. Uh, he said, hey, ah, dang, I'm sorry. I know you got a wedding to go to, whatever. I can't do it today. And I'm like, damn. All right. Well, look, I'm going to ask my old guy, my ex, to do it. <laughs> did, since did you he, couldn't do it. He's like, mm-hmm, you coming back, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Yeah. Right, which would be the equivalent <laughs> of your new chick being too busy to go out to dinner. Right. So you go back to your ex. Hey, baby. Well, hey, yeah. hey, real quick. Uh, you got time because Kathy can't go. Yeah, Will, you're not still Will Texas Barber said, you up? <laughs> <laughs> you up? <laughs> but that, I'm, I'm serious, man. It's almost at the level of a relationship. Awkward, like it right? is yeah. that it is that serious. Yes, I'll so. sh- I'll share a discovery because I did not have that. I okay. I go, I, I go around. I go just wandering in whatever yeah. great clips, sports cut, whatever. Yeah. I will do it. Um, so this is something I discovered, which you would not know. Okay. Uh, but and anybody can try this. So all listeners out there in podcast land, uh, <laughs> just uh, on Google Maps, look up haircut. All right. So I just typed in haircut. How many do you think within a one mile radius of where we are right now? Less than a mile. How many would you guess? Barbershops? Yeah, places. Stylists could. Yeah, anything. Yeah. I would say two. Two? What you want to make a guess, Brian? Oh, I'm twenty-seven. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> He's doing that on purpose. <laughs> he googled that shit at the same time you did. <laughs> he just holds it under the table. <laughs> There's eighteen. There's eighteen. 
in, in, in less than a mile. It's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot out there. There's so many. What made you think there were 27 haircuts? I was not that far off. Yeah, but why did you even think that? <laughs> well, because I figured since you brought it up that it was a, it was a fairly large so number. The way, I, the way I set it up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I should have said it more... Uh, Cool, but so yeah, you got <laughs> you got illuminated. So you just don't know how to play cool. along. As I should, as we went this yeah, case. man. But I'm, 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 I'm the bit. That's why I don't do improv. I saw yeah. where he was going <laughs> too, so I went too. Thank you. You go twenty. We were doing a bit, man. You fucks up all the bits. That's what it is, Will. Is that what I'm saying? This is a murder bit. He's messing it all up. Don't try it. Illuminate Salon, Jameson's Smooth Cuts, S M O O V. Yep, yep. Bohemian Style House, Zombie Snot, place called Zombie Snot. That's a that's a tease tease salon tease salon t is it just the letter t apostrophe t e a s e tease like hair tease hair clout like like hair hair clout like general clout I'm giving all these a shout out these might be Dominicans Belle Chaveau salon that's okay that's a tough one. This is a dangerous game we're playing. It is. Shine Salon, Bill's Barbershop. Bill's White. Bill's. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Hair Palace. That's white. Oof. They got warm towels and white girls. That the is white. Hair Palace. Lazaro Sanchez. That is Latino. <laughs> okay. That's good. Safe bet. Lucky You Natural Hair Care. That is Asian. <laughs> yeah. Lucky You is spelled uh, H-U. So. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm good at this game. We should play that again sometime. Uh, but in the meantime, we got to take... We got to scare all the sponsors. Uh, we'll be back. Soreness and pain isn't always the result of activity. This is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. Prolonged sitting in a car or at your job aggravates muscles and joints and can cause pain. A standing desk can help. The key to alleviating the discomfort that sitting can cause is changing positions more frequently during the day. Alternating between sitting and standing at your desk, in addition to taking walk breaks and stretching, can work to loosen those tight muscles and joints. The perfect standing desk should be high enough so your computer keyboard is at elbow level and your monitor at face level to avoid neck strain. Before you start standing at your desk, take into consideration any knee or foot injuries and wear flat, comfortable shoes. This has been your 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. Fire! Fire! <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, how long have we had that song? The entire run of the podcast, so going on five years. Yeah, it's a great jam. Yeah, it is. When do you think we should change it? Uh, or should we ever change? Well, I, I'm a, I stick uh, with what works. Yeah, I don't know. Is it I working? Like it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like it. I was jamming. Yeah, to it's, it's you a, like it. You so, like it? Uh, local uh, composer, uh, real mad wreck. Is his is his name, but he he's a white guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, not, we're not playing that game anymore. <laughs> no, but um, John that's McKeever. Guess I'm feeling guest erase mode. I'm sorry. Yeah. When you get into names, then that's, you, that's real trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, John McKeever is his name, and he 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 uh, composed that for us five years ago. Okay. Yeah. Shouts out to John. So then we'll go to Kale once a year, 
and you can reauthorize it. So if you say you're still jamming to it, <laughs> then we'll keep it. But the day Kale goes, you know, kind of done. Still? Then we got to get on the phone with John, and it might be like the barber thing where we got to go to a new, a new composer, <laughs> deal with those hurt feelings. But it's for the good of the product. Hey, you know, sometimes you just got to uh, switch things up, right? Yeah. Disrupt and transform. That's yeah. right. Now, what's the intro for the podcast from hell? Uh, we have one Josh Brayton uh, wrote for us. It's a, kind of an eerie uh, organ music. It sounds like it's going to be some super scary horror podcast. And and then it ends with this uh, ludicrous, ludicrous scream. Like, you got ludicrous to scream <laughs> for yeah. your podcast? Yeah. It's not doing a lot these days. Well, <laughs> it was damn. It's pretty expensive. <laughs> right. He's, he's right. Some bars? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I just going to go, Luda! Load up. Load up. Load up. Load up. That's it. That's all he's got to do. All right. We will double the subscribers. <laughs> I'm on it. All right. Whatever it takes. So there's a uh, an improv troupe in uh, Atlanta named Dad's Garage. It's a theater. Uh, and they uh, they actually were at the festival this year. But I, I love what they do. They, they do a lot of great stuff. I, they had a guy up from Dad's Garage this weekend that did a show with Now with the Foxes. Uh, shout out to Mark Kendall. But here's why I bring it up. They did a bit a couple years ago uh, where they were advertising heavily, trying to get Ludacris to come do improv with them. Luda is from Atlanta, obviously. And uh, so that was their whole thing. And they you know, took out ads and went on Facebook. I don't know if he ever even knew that they were doing it. But uh, for uh, a good month, they just had this ad campaign where they were trying to get Ludacris to come do improv. I love this. I, I, w- I wanted to steal it. I've pitched it every festival as a way to try to get some attention. <laughs> and everybody looks at me like I'm a stupid. Are you picking Ludacris? Or uh, you no, you have, you have to pick somebody else. Uh, maybe who, did sh- you, who do you want? I, I don't know. We could get like, you know, Michael Jordan, some some local. Uh, <laughs> he going to say Michael Jordan. Charlotte. Jordan's not coming. Jordan's not coming. Well, Luda's not coming either. So who would well, who would, you, who, who would, who would get some attention that Rick, would be big enough? Ric Flair. Oh, that Here would, would be yeah. That'd actually be a pretty good one. Yeah, uh, he might show uh, up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> uh, what's that? Uh, is the. Uh, um, the baby, that's a thing. The right? baby, oh, the baby, right? yeah, the baby. The baby's too hot something. right now. That's my favorite rapper right now. Really? Yeah. Yes, yes. He's so he's great. He's fantastic. Yeah. That's now, he would be. And you know what? The way he is, like, like when you look at his videos and everything else, like he likes to have a good time. Like he's funny. He's silly. Uh, he's got that kind of acting gene. I actually don't. I, I I don't. I don't think we could get him. I don't think you could get him. <laughs> but. Man, he, if, he, if he did do it, it yeah. would be phenomenal because <laughs> he's really fun. Hey, I can know, tell. We're disrupting transform. We're just trying to get some attention to the comedy yeah. scene in Charlotte. Uh, we know what ways don't work. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe we uh, we try this out, and uh, that's the thing. Let's uh, let's start a campaign. We're going to get the baby to be a guest star on the podcast right. from hell. The baby <laughs> City Podcast Network. We'll do it. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, and I notice a lot of white guys do this. Uh-uh. You don't have to say the D so hard. Well, uh, when you, yeah, when, I don't. Yeah, because you know, because like the baby, the uh, baby. It's I just, it's just like the baby, like that. Soften the the duh. 
I feel attacked the right baby. now. The baby. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you see the baby's video? Not you see that baby. Like <laughs> hey, well, how did I how did I do it? You had Not, you had a hard day. I, I, I nailed that. You had like the D and dick. Like <laughs> duh, like, duh. Instead about, of just like the Okay, you <laughs> how did I do? You had the D and Donald. Like it was okay. a hard both of y'all had hard D's. Brian, I want you to go back and uh both uh, of your D's were hard. You, okay. <laughs> well, that whole time. Listen, at my age, anytime <laughs> Um, will you go back and edit mine? I'm going to say a, a couple more to get. I'm going to give you yeah. a, a, a better debate. Yeah. Through, ready, through, hold on, through what I went Silence in room, room. Silence room. Three, two, one. The baby. That's is it. it. Is it too much? No, the it's baby. too much. The baby. The baby. The baby. I'm now, now I'm feeling self conscious. Like if you were saying the I'm baby going, part. Like if you weren't saying the I'm baby. going to the store, you were saying I'm going to the store. <laughs> the you baby. wouldn't say I'm going to the store. The like store. Duh, say, baby. You say I'm going to. See, I'm just glad. <laughs> hey, you got to soften that. We're just glad. Don't he's leave not saying, your tongue on the roof of your mouth so long. Here's another. Here's another issue baby. that I'm running with. My stutter does not want to let me say. <laughs> I'm I'm 100% serious. My stutter does not want me to go. Like it stops. Exactly. Me. So that's why it should be easier then to just say a baby. It's no, like, it's that the baby. Even if I did is try Italian? to Italian, what is I'm it? Trying something hey, to get hey, soften hey, these. Where's the baby? What's the with a baby? What's the with the baby? The bambino. <laughs> We're in so much trouble with this. <laughs> Didn't Jason tell us we had to stop that? <laughs> as soon as he's not here, the baby. Hey, the bando balone. Jason would say the baby, the 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 baby, D A baby. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's, it's just the baby. All right, that's what D- we're doing. So yeah, well, let's all do it at the same time. Ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. The duh, baby. baby. Damn it, Brian. <laughs> Damn it! You got two soft Ds and a duh! <laughs> we'll try again next week. But we're going to work on the baby, though. All right. The baby. That one I did with an N. We're going to work on the baby. We're going to get it. I'm sorry. I'm the baby. Sometimes you can swap the N for the D. <laughs> what? Like, like I said, like depending on what words you're coming out of, like usually I say the baby, right? Yeah. Or the baby. But I could say, yeah, it's like, you know, when I went went to see uh no, that don't work. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and listen to what I just said. What's happening? But once I do, but <laughs> even like, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, if I was saying the baby and them, I'd be like, Oh yeah, the baby and them. It's almost an end. The baby. The baby's almost an end? No baby. No baby? <laughs> yeah, but if it's in the middle of a sentence, like, yeah, oh yeah, I saw the baby and them. No, sorry, it was what better. Is the, what is the baby going to do with Eminem? I don't understand. I don't, I, I, the I, listeners are going to have to go back and, lost for and, three minutes. And, and tell us where we. Because when I had it, I had it. Yeah, like it was definitely no baby worked in a certain context. I'm and I was baby? trying to guide you to that context to get you I, out of these RDs. <laughs> the hat was on the baby. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> do it again. On the baby. No, no, nah, on a baby, on a baby, on a baby, because he would have to be wearing the hat, so the yeah. baby wearing the hat. Yeah, and then he's just Chance the Rapper, right? Ah, uh, yeah. So you can't. That doesn't work. The baby, the baby, the baby. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's I that wish, is the baby. I wish you guys could see Will's face. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was he's so like a proud father. <laughs> uh, that was so good. That was what we needed. Well, we just spent 12 minutes of the podcast trying so to say So every the baby. time you tried to say it, just edit it out and put in that yeah. 12 times. Right, here we go. Three, two, yeah, one. That's not much work. The baby. See, I'm thinking about this, it. Yeah, yeah I think you were casually all, talking about it before. Yeah, I'm all up in my head now. 
Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the the intro theme song. Yeah. So just don't say <laughs> the baby. Oh my god. The baby. The ba- oh the baby. The baby. Look at the baby. <laughs> We're going to see the baby. Duh is <laughs> grammatically incorrect. <laughs> So, uh, okay, so maybe we'll get the baby. We'll see. We're going to work on that. Actually, I know some of his people. Is that I right? Know, yeah, I know. I the know people? The, I know, the, I know <laughs> the people. The people. The people. I know the people that uh, draft his contracts and all that good stuff, so my lawyer friends. So I will reach out to them. So you've got actual connections to the baby then? Y- yes. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's only like two degrees. But that, that's... The, the, that is two, two degrees, degrees of the baby. Yeah. I wish we could get Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Do you? No. The baby's better. Yeah. That's yeah, the baby's better than Kevin Bacon. That's good. You said you like you got connections. I thought you was, was gonna be like street connections, but they're lawyer connections. Yeah, yeah these are lawyer <laughs> connections. Why did you think they would be street connections, Cam? <laughs> could it be my pigment? Ooh, can we go back to that game where we <laughs> guess their the races? He's turning this into the podcast from <laughs> hell. <laughs> we, are we going to be on next week? Oh, I make no I'm, promises. I'm never going to be on Saturday Night Live. It's not going to happen for me. No, but no, no, not connections, not street connections, not mafia connections, not any of these connections. Just uh, legal connections. I may, I may be able to reach out and try to make this happen. Yeah, that's two more connections than either Kayla or I have. So this is true. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't checked my LinkedIn. I might, <laughs> if I find, if I look up the baby on LinkedIn, I might. <laughs> Man, Kale's really good. I, I think Kale's be better at the babies than me. <laughs> the baby's really good. Now I'm self conscious about it. So yeah, maybe you check your LinkedIn connection. Maybe you get him. <laughs> is he on so, LinkedIn? So if we can't get the baby, who is the backup? Oh, you didn't like Jordan, so. Uh, nah. He just doesn't strike me as fun. Is it should it be a, a local connection or should it could it be anywhere? Anybody? The region. Oh, the region. Well, you know what? Anybody, your wish list. Who would you? <laughs> I don't know. Going back to Kevin Bacon. Uh, I, the point is, it's uh, you're doing it for the name. Yeah, they, it, they may or may not ever do it. So right. And Jerry Glenville used to leave tickets for Elvis at the at the box office. Remember that. The old uh, coach of the Falcons. Yeah, the, the Falcons and Oilers coach. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to leave tickets for Elvis at at every game, even though you know Elvis has been Elvis dead for forty good. years. But oh, he thought he was still alive. <laughs> well, he, he, yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, I think it was so. just yeah. a gag. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, it was a gag. But he would do it. He would home games, away games, whatever. He would leave a pair of tickets at the Will Call booth for for Elvis. I we should leave. I wonder would he let people use them if Elvis didn't show up. <laughs> if somebody showed up in an Elvis outfit. <laughs> Oh, uh, can I get in the game? <laughs> well, thank you very much. Give me a chili dog. <laughs> I'll let peanut butter and banana sandwich. <laughs> well, so then maybe we'll just leave tickets for the baby. Then we'll 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 leave some tickets. That's it. And some uh, every show do uh, two seats right up front, and don't let it put a sign on that says "Hold for the baby." <laughs> That was not a great decision. That was not good. I felt it. Hold for I the baby. I felt bad as soon as I said <laughs> it. Hold for the baby. Hold for the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and we should leave like some cookies and milk or something like Santa. <laughs> Stroller. <laughs> Santa. And then, and then the audience comes back from intermission and it's a bite out the cookie. He's like, the baby. <laughs> I think he stopped by and ate a cookie. You guys just missed him. <laughs> you, could do, you could tell people the baby's going to be there. <laughs> and then you could bring out an actual infant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be pretty good. Too. Oh no, that Could, would uh, be. Oh. <laughs> hey, well, uh, if he wasn't here, then who moved that elf on that shelf over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, wow, 
How is that? You know what? And the baby, he strikes me as so fun that if any of this went viral, he'd come. He's from Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Pretty, I mean, this guy's 26, 26 years old. I mean, he's he's really got it together. He would be a, a great asset for the Queen City Comedy Experience. <laughs> All right. Challenge accepted. There he is. We'll have him for the uh, Comedy Zone podcast next uh, next year. Oh. At, <laughs> at the festival. Which I can only assume will be at 9 in the morning on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, here's the thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> it's on a Tuesday, so <laughs> three in the afternoon on a Tuesday. I like how you guys can complain that nobody's there and the time slot is terrible. You don't see a connection between the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We got a shitty time slot because no one comes to see us. I think that's what Kale's saying. Hmm. Or, yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, no, we know. That's not what. We're not in denial. He's like, you guys aren't popular. What do you want me to do? Okay? I can't force the people in there. They know it's happening. Uh, you, they don't want to come. You were competing with Johnny Millwater. Johnny Millwater had a pretty good size audience. I don't think it sold out, but he had a, he had a good time. Did he really? At 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, yeah. Because what's better than stand-up at 2 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon? All those watchers. Well, he also wanted that because he didn't want to have to compete with any of the headliners. And, and we got so many headliners that you're going to be competing with them unless you yeah. go at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, we yeah, because we uh, the funny on the fly. We run directly opposite John Reef on Friday night. Oh yeah, that's right. How'd you do? It's good. It's a full room. Yeah, the standing room only for funny on the fly. Yeah, it was great. Next year, we're just gonna tell people I'm gonna do stand up, but I ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Hassan perform. So next year, we'll go out on a <laughs> on a limb. Uh, Will Jacobs is gonna do stand up. We're gonna have Popeyes spicy chicken sandwiches. No, uh, we no, we gotta have it at Popeyes. <laughs> we could do it at Popeyes. Yeah, because by the time that's they get, gonna show up. Wants, yeah, that's people don't want cold. I remember last year you said Popeyes, and that's who weird. said Popeyes last year. No, I was gonna. <laughs> never mind. I can't. What did you say? He's making fun of you. You're not gonna show up at the right place. Oh, <laughs> you're you gonna show up at Popeyes. Popeyes because a year ago I said it. Popeyes. Ah, and the, it's yeah. no, I've learned my lesson. Will's gonna text you. I'm at the Chick Fil A. Where are you guys? We doing this at the ball pit? What's going on? Yeah, clearly, this is a lesson to me to listen to these things because <laughs> I'm in the moment. You, know? you don't even have to listen; just write it down. Yeah, yeah, that's not really a <laughs> thing. So you know, with Kale, like you know, when we have a guest and and we're saying these things and everything else, I gotta go back and listen. I gotta go back and listen because in the moment. I'm five questions ahead of what I need to ask Kel. So I'm oh. thinking and crafting the rest of this as we talk. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really in retain mode like that. Yeah, so rather than listen to the answers that are coming out. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I, got, got, I got a direction to go. I don't have time to sit and listen to where, come on, who's the host, you know? Hmm? I mean, you the guest, but hey. <laughs> come on now. This is, I'm leading the ship. <laughs> I got these are good questions. I can't bother with your answers. Yeah, I just listened to answers. We'll hear them on the podcast. I got more questions. Sure. You said something sure. about stage four, but uh, let me ask you about your haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get there, right? Eventually, I'll go. Now, stage four, you said that. Uh, we'll is that, that where you perform? You perform in stage four? What now? show was on stage four? <laughs> <laughs> see, it's, see, you know, everybody has their technique, right? You Let's know, James Lipton's got his. 
Charlie Rose, well, he had one. Oh, well, yeah, he had, he had a couple. <laughs> he had a couple techniques that he had to prove he'll, be, he'll be at the festival next year. <laughs> he's opening for Bill Cosby. You know what? Maybe you should, right, maybe you should just get all these guys you can get on the cheap right all now. Right. Yeah, we got Matt Lauer. We got Harvey uh, Weinstein <laughs> uh, acting booking class. <laughs> okay. Harvey Weinstein's going to do a workshop. <laughs> oh, God. You could, <laughs> Bill Cosby. R. Kelly could sing. Yeah. You could get R. Kelly for like with his legal fee, a hundred dollars. Like that, yeah. you get. I believe I could fly, the whole twelve play album. Mm. You could you could probably get that for about a hundred dollars. So I'm just saying, you know, some of that may conflict with what you believe morally, but from a price standpoint, I mean, yeah. times are really good right now for entertainment. It's hard to pass up. It is yeah. really good. <laughs> you get. I mean, you and R. Kelly at a birthday party, it's fifty dollars. There's a time when that was fifty thousand. <laughs> Now, if he, he somehow would, rehabs his image, he would somehow do, he will do in the closet in your closet. <laughs> yes, he will act out his videos, all of them, for like seventy five dollars. I don't know if I want him to act out all of them because some of them are. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't. Some wanna, of those will get your whole we, we, festival we, canceled. Shut, shut. Not it down. all his videos. Shut it down. Matter of fact, not eighty five percent of his videos, <laughs> but the other fifteen that was music driven. You can get those. I'm all in on those. Yeah. But the other ones. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. We need to, Kale, okay, I'll, I'll get with you, man. We'll think of some of our disgraced celebrities <laughs> and uh, get them on the cheap. The Disgrace Fest. With the d- Coming to Charlotte, 2020. You still call it the experience. They're all experiences. <laughs> That's a whole different experience. It's <laughs> a whole different you Take guy. a workshop with Harvey Weinstein. You're going to get an experience that uh, you didn't count on. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I, I, I'm just saying it's an untapped market you know no. interesting. Louis CK hey man I mean he's on his way back yeah he's still getting about a what, 60% discount <laughs> well yeah I mean yeah he just uh sold out four shows at the, the comedy zone, zone right yeah. matter of fact if you want to get somebody you really like make up some shit about them and get them <laughs> on the cheap at the festival yeah you know <laughs> you know what I'm saying truth don't really matter like that you can get them you can get the discount <laughs> You know, so now next year, think of some shit Dave Chappelle could have done. You say yeah. it, and then next year yeah. you get him for yeah. like a thousand dollars. We ought to be able to get Trump by next uh, September. Oh, let me tell you something now. Yeah, that that guy. Oh my God, I, I, he just wouldn't entertain. Him. I mean, what would he do? So I sit there and just say dumb shit. I don't know. Would it be more entertaining to see him say dumb stuff if if the fate of the world didn't depend on everything he said? It would be much funnier. Yeah, it would be much funnier. Yeah, he's gonna have such a career when he leaves office, man. He, that's all he's gonna do is go around and give speeches. That's what he loves doing. He loves mm-hmm. having people wave flags, and yeah. he loves to just, just be able to, to talk about whatever, and people eat it up. They just they love it. He's yeah. He's like he does crowd work. That's. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's right. He doesn't have anything prepared. <laughs> no. So he's just doing crowd work. Yeah. yeah. He's like an insult comic that does crowd work. <laughs> he's just going to, you know, insult Nancy Pelosi. It's just if, the, if People only eat it up. the fate of the country didn't hang on this. It, it would it would be something different, but yeah. Unfortunately. All right. So we'll think of some more names. Um, you know, I'm sure there's some more we can get for this thing. Sure. Yeah. But you know, We'll take a look at it. It'll be around the time of the RNC next year, right? Oh, there'll be lots of them. Yeah. So. Lots of them. We can get some of those RNC folks. Yeah, we get, get a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I can't. None of their names are coming to my head right now. I've <laughs> blocked them. But uh, Nunez will be available. Nunez. Oh man, we get the whole cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Sessions will be available. But listen, by that time they'll all be disgraced <laughs> for following this buffoon. <laughs> so by 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 that time. You can get them on the cheap if you want them to do something, but they're not funny. That's the thing is, yeah, really we not. need people that are that have the potential to be funny. Well, Weinstein's not. R. Funny. Kelly has the potential to be funny. R. Kelly could be funny because he really believes that shit he be saying. <laughs> like I saw him on the interview with Gail King, yeah, yeah. and that guy was dead serious, and everyone laughed. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Y'all playing with my life? <laughs> like that shit is funny. I mean, I know he's serious, but we all look at it on Twitter and everyone laughs together. You know, Bill Cosby walking around looking goofy, walking in the court. He's not trying to be funny. Shit's funny. So yeah, the theme song they, <laughs> definitely, de- definitely uh, think about changing the theme song. Think about revisiting it for our fifth anniversary when we get to May. I'll, I'll, we'll think about. Uh, Do you know what our exact anniversary is? I bet you don't. Uh, it's May. It was late May. Uh, I want to say May 24th. Ah, that's close. That's close. It's actually May 23rd. (laughs) (laughs) There's zero chance you know that. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. (laughs) Somebody look it up. Presumption time. I heard a May 23rd versus May 24th. It was definitely May 23rd. You're in trouble, Brian. He prices rights you. He went low. (laughs) Prices... Price is right. I had that ready before I came in. <laughs> you just knew. I do. You knew an hour in. Will it be five years in May? Yeah. May oh. 23rd. Yeah. Should do a big 20, uh, big anniversary special. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we do a live show if we could get people to show up for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have all, like, all your best guests come uh, back all at once. Like a big... Just a oh, man. From Bob Saget to, to you to... <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> That's the spectrum. We released the show on May 29th, mm-hmm. 2015. Yeah. And that was Saget. So we would have talked to him. Actually, we, because we would have talked to him. It was between shows on a Saturday, though, right? Yep. So we would have recorded the show the week before that. May 23rd. People want to know. Hey, man. I don't know. I'm trying to think now <laughs> when we would have recorded it. Because the 29th, we released it the following Friday, the 29th. So we would have recorded, would have been six days. We would have recorded the, the Saget interview on the 24th. What? On that Saturday, the 24th. No, 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 24th. Don't yeah. even try it. It was the 23rd. Friday was the 29th. Thursday, the 28th. Wednesday, the 26th. Oh, he's doing math now. Tuesday the 25th, Monday the 24th, Sunday the 23rd, so it would have been Saturday the 22nd when we recorded. So we were both wrong. But really stinking close, though. Well, long as yeah, we that's both pretty good. Long as we're both wrong. Yeah, we both went over. So Us both right being wrong is a win yeah. for me. I'm like the guy at the end of the movie that just tackles the guy off the cliff and they just both die. <laughs> like, I'm cool as long as you're wrong, too. If I can't win, we're both going out. Two yeah. wrongs is me right. Sorry, if I that's can't have bad. you, nobody can. Yeah, Two wrongs <laughs> make a right for me, for sure. Yeah, I'll take a draw. Yeah, sorry. So where are we at here? I, yeah. Kale, I, I well, I mean, what uh, what else do you have coming up? What do you, you have any projects coming up? Stuff you're excited about? You know, let the people know. Uh, yeah, what's Queen going City down. Comedy. We got uh, just a ton of shows going up. We got we're new spaces that we're performing in. We were at uh, Metropolitan and up in Midtown last weekend. Um, 
Yeah, lots of cool stuff. Um, thinking about doing some uh, some mini festivals uh, this year too that kind of help keep the momentum going. Like what? What is that? What is a mini festival? Just you know, we're not as uh, big and involved as the regular festival, but it tends to be what mini. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly smaller than a regular festival. Yeah. Smaller. Why the fuck did you ask me that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, what does it involve? I'm just less. What is this mini festival you speak smaller. of? Is that, would that be bigger than your regular festival? I'm <laughs> just saying, what are the, the differences? <laughs> a smaller building? or What, what is the small, what does it mean? Jackass. You expect less Smoke. people? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to give cats we're really going, I don't know what you're doing, man. We're really going for smaller audiences. That's, what we're <laughs> that's, that's what's really what's all about. Well, Which, you, know, you, guys, you guys are. <laughs> Boom, you guys set the bar. You're, you're also the now that's what you mean. Yeah, if you get us on there, it'll be a mini festival. <laughs> At least that part. Anyway. No, just uh, you know, and do some events where we see uh people that don't normally uh perform together and collaborate uh on the same place so that you can go see your favorite act and discover some new acts. So you can do some sketch and some stand up and uh so then you oh, wouldn't be talking about going like uh, Jeff Ross, and that. so it would be something somewhere more local. Yeah, maybe local. Or? Maybe you know we do one headliner instead of eight. I don't know why we had eight <laughs> headliners to begin with. That was a pain. <laughs> us. And I, we'd always start small. We always start with like, oh, let's just get like one or two that we really like, and then you know you get so excited. And uh, uh, half of the comedy zone is really good at connections, and so he's like. Hey, we can get Preacher Lawson. You want to add Preacher Lawson? And we're like, yeah, I guess we got to add Preacher Lawson now. Oh, hey, Fortune's thinking about doing her uh, uh, Netflix special here. Do you want to try and get it as part of the festival? Well, shit, yeah, let's do yeah, that as part of the festival. So you can't say no to that. Next thing you know, we got eight uh, eight headliners. So, mm. but uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll that's the mini part is uh, you know just a little bit smaller scale. Okay. Yeah, I just well, we want to create some excitement in uh, the comedy scene here in Charlotte. Now, I just have to ask you, because I know we got to get out of here soon, but what, um, because, you know, it's one thing to be a performer and say, you know, I love comedy, I love performing, but you've kind of, you go beyond that. Not only do you love performing, I think you love performing. I love performing. Not only do you love performing, you want to infuse spaces with comedy. So, I want to create something for Charlotte. I want to... Where where did that part come from? Because I don't be feeling any of that, and I, you know, like I like doing my shows and all that, but I can honestly give a shit about the, uh, you know, people. Yeah, like I'm gonna do my part people. by being great, okay? But you you have decided you want to put on festivals, you want to build the profile. Where that where did all I, that come from? I don't have your ability to be great, so I surround myself with greatness. Is that's, that's the whole fair. idea? That's fair. Uh, yeah. So uh, you you you've got shows. All the time, right? Uh, but when, when's, when's your next show in Charlotte? I couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, no. I got one I'm doing in Plaza Midwood, uh, December something. Maybe <laughs> second week, something like that. When he says, I couldn't tell you, it means he, he's he got one. He just doesn't know when. I'm probably with Jason Allen King, so I'm just <laughs> oh, waiting on him to tell me when our show <laughs> yeah, is. I'll let you know. Yeah. I'll meet you, Coco, and the director. It'll be, it'll be good. <laughs> But you just well, you just did L.A. right? I did. Yeah, I did. What but was you, it, it was it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I because it's always great to do your stuff out there because I've never been on the West Coast, so it was an opportunity to see how you know kind of that audience reacted to something I've primarily done in the South. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, the same jokes that hit in different places hit there. So it was, uh, it, but they hit different in, a, in cool ways. You know, the laughter's different, the, the, the cadence they respond to, the, the kind of them leaning in for stuff is, di- there's a lot of little things that are different. But it's really cool. I enjoyed it. They showed a lot of love, and, and I'm looking forward to coming back. So it was just one show. Yeah. I flew in. Um, we did the show and uh, flew right back out because I had Franklin, Virginia the next day. Coast to coast <laughs> in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. So, that matter of fact, let me just tell you, Franklin, Virginia, the MC mentioned me flying in from LA as like a credit. <laughs> <laughs> because that is. <laughs> that <laughs> is <laughs> Our <laughs> next comment, he was just on an airplane. Right. <laughs> wow. He didn't say I performed. <laughs> he said none of that. He was our next comic was just in Los Angeles. <laughs> Not performing. Just, they just impressed by that. That's Los like Angeles. a TV credit in Franklin, Virginia, I guess. <laughs> what? He was there? That guy's a big deal. So but yeah, I'm like, why didn't he throw that in? But he threw it in like a credit. Oh, this guy's been on Fox TV's Laughs. Uh, he, he was winner to Kenan Thompson Ultimate Comedy uh, Experience. Uh, and he, he was just in L.A. yesterday. <laughs> Give it up for Will. <laughs> so I was just like, damn, that's a third one. Okay. <laughs> so which of those two shows did you, you like better? Which one was more satisfying for you? Uh, I would say, what, Fox or Kenan? Oh no no no! no. I'm sorry. What? Uh, yeah no no sorry. he wasn't he wasn't opening the door for you to tell the SNL <laughs> oh. story. That's I'm like oh you want to hear more? I do I do kind of want to hear. Uh, L A or uh, Franklin Virginia? Which one was more what? <laughs> which one did you enjoy oh, wait, more? No. Which, one, which one was the better show for you? Wait, but forget about all the stuff around each show, yeah. like the, the flying in and the all that, like the, the, the actual time on stage. Yeah. Like which which show did you enjoy better? Ah, so you want me to shit on one of my <laughs> no, 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 not places <laughs> I perform? Well, no, because they could both be up here. Well, it you just know. you you know everyone has a favorite child, even if they don't admit it. <laughs> I love them both equally. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I would say L.A. Yeah. I mean, I because it was my first time out there. I've done Virginia. Was it your first time out there? Period or first time? It's my first time going to Los Angeles. Oh, I've wow. never even been to L.A. So oh. to have the first time be. Performing yeah, and kind of doing cool. my thing. Yeah. It was really cool, man. Um, so, yeah, I had, I had a great time. I didn't see any celebrities. Uh, people make you think, like, as soon as you get off the plane in yeah. L.A., yeah, like, you're, you're going to... surrounded by... Oh, it's Julia Roberts. It's Chris Rock. No, I didn't see none. I saw a dude I went to college with, but he was too far away, where if I'd have said, hey, it'd have been awkward. So I just kept walking. But, uh, yeah. So uh, so how'd this gig come about? How did you... Well, uh, I performed... I performed with this motivational speaker named Henry Kellum. Oh, okay. And he has this uh, American Dreaming tour he's doing. And <clears throat> he had a, he did his first, the kickoff in Charlotte. I guess he lived here for a while. Yeah. And he had it at the Night Theater. So one of his people had seen me perform at a different show. And she reached out and said, hey, I think you'd be great for the show. Could you do it? And, you know, first thing with me, the price was right. And uh, it was a great <laughs> opportunity. That is, we got it. Hey, I ain't going to lie. If the price is wrong, I don't care what you're talking about. Let's start there. But they got the price right. Uh, and and I, I thought it was a great opportunity, something I hadn't done before. I, yeah. hadn't, I hadn't done anything like that before. So, uh, And I ended up having a good time. The audience responded well. Uh, they were impressed. So at the end of the night, they told me, uh, hey, you know, we're taking this thing all over the country, overseas. Uh, you know, we want you to to come out to some of the other stops. 
So I said, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Just let me know. But people say that kind of shit all the time. Sure, so sure. I just kind of in one ear, out the other. Uh, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. But then they reached out and they said, hey, we're doing L.A. Uh, you know, do you want to, we'd love to have you be a part of it. And they took care of my flight accommodations. They flew me out. The money was right, you know, and uh, it was a great time. And now awesome. they, they've said all the other stops and, you know, we want you to be our guy, so. That's great. Yeah, so it was fantastic. Built a great relationship. They're awesome people. Henry, Janessa, the whole team, they're fantastic. Um, so, yeah, a great opportunity to do something different, and I enjoyed it. So, I wasn't listening. I was thinking about my next five <laughs> questions. That's good. So. That's what I see. And see, I don't mind it. That's the thing. Why do people get offended by that? That's fine. That's how you should do, man. People are busy. I thought they listen to me blather on. That's for the listeners. I feel like uh, L.A. audiences have a lot more choices. Uh, L.A. comedy audiences have so many choices, right? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, it's, kind of what I'm motivated by. I want uh, more to, more choices in Charlotte. Yeah. So that means more places that I can perform, more people mm-hmm. that I can perform with. and so yeah. yeah. And you know what? I mentioned that to Kevin last week. Like I like right. people trying to make Charlotte a place where you don't always feel like you have to go somewhere else to, to perform and, and work with people at a high level. So anybody that's contributing to that, Kevin, yourself, big time, uh, you know, I appreciate it, man. You're making this thing better for all of us that do this. So uh, salute to you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now, what um, if people want to keep up with all your goings on or anything you want to promote, where do they go? Uh, Coco and the director. <laughs> I will meet you there, and we can talk about <laughs> Uh, Queen City Comedy, uh, queencitycomedy.com, uh, Queen City Comedy on Facebook, Instagram, all that. We got uh, tons going on. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm at uh, a festival this weekend with Narrow the Foxes, and we have a show on Saturday at Blumenthal with um, uh, Don Garrett and a bunch of improvisers from uh, different troops. So, yeah, always stuff going on. That's the best place to. Keep track of it all. Good. Now, if people want to keep up with what you got going on and want to see something you're doing, where should they go? <laughs> Will's mom's house. That's where I... My mother passed she away. She cuts my hair. You're going to have to do better. Oh, shit. I'm going to get a new barber. This will become Damn the po- This will become the real podcast from hell. You say so. That's about my dad, barber. <laughs> so, so uh, but I, I uh, jest. I jest. I know I just asked you that. I was just playing you on the I, I know. I was, I was doing a bit. We were yeah. doing a bit. We were doing hey. a bit. Okay. We've enjoyed your last appearance on the podcast. Yes, yes. Okay. Four, four and out. Well, yeah. Four, I mean, four is four is. We haven't that's, had four. That's plenty. Really? No, what? we haven't had four. What? what? Nobody's been on here four times. Paul Hooper's been on. I haven't been on here four times. <laughs> yeah, you do miss. I know. No guest has been on here. You four miss times. a lot. No, P. Hoops has been on. What do we say? Six times. We just had him. You were you were you here for hoops? When, no, you weren't here for. Well, if we call them hoops, it's been at least four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very comfortable. <laughs> hoops. Yeah, yeah, P hoops. P hoops. Yeah, yeah. So, P, so so then he might be the record holder. Yeah, I believe he is. But Kale yeah. is not far behind. Kale's up there close. Um, Dominique is up there. We've had Dominique a handful of times. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got you in some rarefied <laughs> air here, Kale. <laughs> nice. Good company. Yeah. Now, now um, next time, because I didn't even we, – we've talked all these times – we still have never really talked about me and Kale performing together oh. in improv. Those were some fun times. Right? Some great times. Is that true, Kale? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
It doesn't matter what this he guy. thinks. I already said it was great. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> I mean, we'll save that for his podcast. Are you uh, kidding me? Let me tell you what. Uh, when Will Jacobs said, I'm going to hang up my improv shoes and put on my stand-up shoes, improv lost uh, somebody with a lot of potential. Well, you know what? I, I appreciate that. Uh, I, I, well, I'll just tell this a little bit. Before I had started performing, I was just thinking about comedy, and I I knew I I'd always liked making people laugh and stuff like that, but I didn't know about making a career or, or really doing it like that. And then I, uh, you know, I had an experience. A friend passed away, and they had talked about some of their dreams and things they wanted to do. And uh, I was like, man, if you're going to do something, you better go ahead and do it. Plus, uh, speaking of the the cruel joke you made earlier, my mother <laughs> passed away at 36 years old, and I was 33. So I'm looking at that. And I'm like, if you're going to do something, tomorrow's not promised. So it just my own mortality started to kind of hit me. And I said, well, I should do I should try something with comedy. Uh, I'm going to try something. So I just Googled comedy class and Kelly's class popped up. <laughs> so really, I would have like had I found the comedy zones class first, I'd have did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this came up. All I saw was improv. I said, hey, maybe whose line is anyway? Maybe. Like the uh, Raleigh Improv, like comedy, you know? I don't know what it is. So I was just going to meet some funny people, and I got in there and uh, loved it and loved the improv, and I'm so glad I did it in the order I did it. Well, number yeah. one, there wouldn't have been no other order because if I'd have done the stand-up first, I would have never tried improv. Right, you would have just done Yeah, yeah I'd have just been doing that because that was always what I wanted to do. But going to improv first, I think, made me so, such a better stand-up so much faster. Because I had that experience with being around people and learning to give and take and reading an audience and responding to the moment. So many cool things I learned, and I think it made me better. So just by a dumb accident, <laughs> I ended up in that class and being a part of the troupe and meeting people like Kale and, and having this tremendous respect for improv. I, and I, oh, Okay, now i got to ask you this now. I'm sorry. I All know right. we got to end it. But <laughs> have you heard, they said last week that there's some kind of, not beef, but... A thing between comedians and improvisers, like a lack of respect for the other's art form. Uh, you heard of this? <laughs> I never heard of this. Now, admittedly, I don't come around, but I but I never heard. Have you heard of this? You know what? I heard uh, for the first. I, I would say I, it's not a definitely not a beef because that would be the saddest beef. <laughs> In history. <laughs> taco Bell, Taco, no, Burger King, Taco Bell. Impossible. Yeah, burger. That'd be impossible. <laughs> <burger. laughs> impossible beef. But a, but a, th- a, a, a thing. A, 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 a disconnect. A dis. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. There's that's a hard D. Disconnect. Yeah, see, that I like one I nailed. There, uh, there's very few people like yourself that have done both, mm. uh, I think, because people tend to. Go one path or the other. And I've talked to some people about why they started on one and went to the other. Uh, and it, I think it just attracts different people, different aspects of it. But last year at the festival, last year, I heard for the first time uh, just people's perceptions. I remember some of the stand-ups, uh, local stand-ups, that is, uh, saying that they, they felt like um, uh, improv gets the, all the attention they draw the audiences. Like that, uh, that somehow like stand-ups are the underdog. And I'm like, I don't know what shows you've been going to. <laughs> but, uh, we have, because improv teams typically do fewer shows, we might have more people, but we also perform less, so it's, you know, it's uh, less. And I think that um, improvisers think the same thing about stand-ups. Is, you know, you don't, 
Comedy Zone books shows seven nights a week, and how many of those are improv? Zero, right? Yeah. It's all all the attention, That's all true. the love goes to stand up. Um, y- you can name uh, ten famous stand ups right now. Name me one famous improviser. Oh, Wayne Brady. <laughs> Yeah, Brian Styles. Yeah, obviously you go through. But you most guys people are going to know Brian Styles, though. Yeah, right. Who's lying? I would go Pip, uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, I would I go. Yeah, I mean, he's proving me wrong. See, this, yeah, this but he, fucker but right here. Is, I also he knows I was trying. I to also like improv though. It's yeah, the same. He's, he's into it. Yeah, that's <laughs> like knowing Moon Rocks or something like. He's but also say this thing. though. It, it, this it, is the haircut thing all over again. This it is. is he clearly, happened. I wanted a low number. He just go. Oh, I've never heard of it. He just can't just be like, oh yeah, I said Wayne Brady. I knew more. <laughs> but I saw what you were trying to do. Right, right. <laughs> See, but yes, and. See, he don't got yes, the improv and. background. He doesn't know how to feed <laughs> off of the other person in the dialogue. Now, right. I may not listen. Thank you. But I'm still feeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brian. He's listening, but he ain't feeding nobody. So I'm listening problem. and correcting. See, that's the problem. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the he's thing right. is I have to uh, so not correct. Yeah. You're yes and. He's uh, no actually. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, he's gonna start doing classes. (laughs) 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 If we do rename the podcast, we gotta call it No Actually. No, actually, (laughs) there's gotta be a podcast named that already. I'm sure. Well, Kale, it's uh, it's always a blast. Um, As I. I could I could talk to this guy forever. Thank you, man. Let's uh, officially uh, squash the improv versus stand up beef right here, right now. Yeah. All right. Those of you who can't see, Will and I are hugging each other right now. Yes. Crying, got tears rolling in their eyes. Actually, the <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Can we really quash the beef right now? Because we've got two guys who have done improv before oh. saying there's no yeah, beef. Yeah, I'm kind between. of a hybrid. Yeah. Have you done stand up? Uh, I've done a little bit of stuff. Well, shit, yeah, neither one of us helps this. We need somebody that's just done improv. Only exclusively improv. Let's do that. And someone that's only exclusively done stand-up. And I, they got to hate the other art form. We got plenty of those, right? We should have a, <laughs> we should, we should hold a debate. Yeah, we should let's hold do a it. Debate. What's the debate? Which one's better? <laughs> that is... <laughs> Decide <laughs> once and for all. Meanwhile, Sketch is over in the corner going, Hey, what the... <laughs> the heck, man? <laughs> What? <laughs> Catch comedy. Well, that's how it is with blacks, whites, and Asians. They always feel left out. <laughs> like you got the yeah. shit going on. Yeah, we're just gonna be over here uh, doing, getting good grades and getting all the great jobs. And <laughs> you guys, you leave fight us it out. out. Leave us out. <laughs> yeah, I would. I'll say. I don't think there's a beef. I definitely think there's misperceptions and misunderstandings in that. And, and up, I mean, up until the festival, I would be hard pressed to find a place where you could find both on one stage. Mm-hmm. People believed and. Uh, People that sh- really should know better believe that, oh, an audience doesn't, you know, they like stand-up. They're not going to want to see improv and vice versa. Mm. But what I found since we've been putting them on the same stage, including this Saturday, you can see both, uh, audiences don't care. They care, is it funny or not funny? Yep. Mm. And if it's funny and they don't, it doesn't matter. Well, we did um, some improv at Tara Brown's Clean Comedy Brunch, and uh, it, it it killed, along with some uh, stand-ups that had some of the best sets of their um, career. So... Yeah, I, I I would definitely uh, say let's uh, you know maybe one of your episodes you could <laughs> get have some people that feel strongly in one camp or the other and uh, let them fight it out. Yeah, we should do that. Absolutely. And then at the end, I can tell them it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, because it uh, <laughs> both uh, are great art forms that should be respected. Yeah, that's right. And, and I mean, there are literally maybe ten people in town that do 
that have done both. That you you are a rare fire there right there. Really? Yeah. So, I uh, wow. I think that that would be worth exploring too. Is find out those people that do both and uh, figure out. Yeah. Where they? I know it's Briscoe. I think you're almost at the end of the list. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> Meet Will, Kale and da, Briscoe. Briscoe. Don Garrett. Don Garrett uh, does yep. both. Don Garrett. Chuff yep. Daddy. That's right. Chuffy. Chuff Daddy. Shouts out to Chuffy. We got to have Chuffy. Don on. He, oh, he has Don. this during his act. His uh, He has a persona. Yeah. It's Chuff Daddy. Okay. It's I like Chub, Chubby and Buff. It's Chuff. Got this is yeah. Durant. Yes. <laughs> Chuff Daddy. Chuff, his fans are Chuffy Chasers. Chuffy Guess Chasers. What, uh, that's right. Not to be confused with, with Mill Watchers. No, <laughs> no <laughs> certainly not. Those are, those are different groups now. Uh, uh, PJ has done stand up before, too, right? Uh, PJ, PJ has done stand up. He did stand up at the festival. So it's you have to be a black stand up in Charlotte to, do, to have done both. Well, maybe like. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. We well, tend to be really talented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> but Kale, Kale, Kale's not black. Kale's. Wait, what? Kale's, Kale's, Kale's done Damn. both. Damn you, Will. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Oh, Jason Allen King now is. Jason Allen King. Has he done yeah, any I, shows yet? No, I don't think so. Oh, is he student? taking classes? Yeah, yeah he's a young Padawan. Know. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll he'll learn quickly. Yeah. He's, oh, you know what? That's that's uh, him and Jen. That's uh, like a. <laughs> you, you also don't see them dating each other either. So that's. Uh, <laughs> you kind of just broke news. Oh. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, did I really? I think he. Edit that out. Edit, yeah, uh, that part I may have to take. Uh, oh, now you're going to go back and actually, you know what? <laughs> you better not edit it out. All right, after so you're to edit which one has a out. secret family they're trying to keep hidden? <laughs> Jason. Uh, Clearly. It's definitely yeah. Jason. Uh, no, it's not Jason. If I'm Jason, I'm dating Jen. I've got a, I'm carrying around a picture. And when I meet people, I'm like, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> She might be wanting to keep it on the deal. I'm sorry, you can edit on. Yeah, that. that's probably yeah. That may be her druthers. <laughs> yeah, if I was dating Jason, that'd be my choice. It stays in. <laughs> what and that's it. That's on him. That's it. So I think we covered it all. Um, you don't have anything else you want to promote. You've done all those things. Mm-hmm. Podcast from hell. Podcast from hell. Podcast from hell. Queen City Podcast Network. When does it come on? When does it air? Uh, every Wednesday, a new episode comes out. I gotta go back mm. and listen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Do y'all have guests or y'all just? Yeah, yeah. So people visit hell. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, let's see, uh, James Madison recently. We had uh, um, who's that? James Madison, the uh, former president. That's a school, president. isn't it? Yeah. Former president. Oh, I see what you yeah. do. Yeah. He was in there. Okay. Uh, we've had uh, Satan. We've had uh, mm-hmm. Satan come by mm-hmm. periodically. Uh, we just had um, uh, the harpy. One of the harpies came by. Herpes. Harpy. Harpy. Oh, she oh, works I see. Works at the Claire's in the mall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so, so no guess. <laughs> Well, no, the, the guests are generally local improvisers and comedians who come in and play a character on the Oh, show. it's all improvised. Yeah. Oh. It's great. It's, it's okay. really, really So fun. they have real names, but you're giving us the names of the characters <laughs> they play. Yeah, you want the real names? So we had uh, Krista Myers uh, recently. We had uh, Tommy Gillardi. We had Alrinthia Carter uh, and Harrison Brookie, who runs the Alchemy Comedy Theater in Greenville. Very nice. Yeah, and they all do nice jobs on there. They get it. They get the swing of it. Hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Hilarious. Okay. Okay. So yeah, everybody listening to this, go listen. If you don't already, mm-hmm. go listen to the podcast from hell. Yep. 
Find it. You can find all the episodes at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Just click on the podcast from help page. You can also find it, of course, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everywhere else where you get your your podcasts. But yeah. No, actually, <laughs> you go to <laughs> Well, uh, that's all I got, Brian. You got anything else for our, our, our esteemed guests? No, I, I think we've I think we've I, I, I think we've beaten it to death. All right, yeah, I think we're good. Well, go back to hell. Why am I it? Why am I it? <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> the Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Hepburn and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. The baby? <laughs>